Good evening and welcome to Series 4, Episode 10 of The Nerds Who Haunted Themselves. As usual, I'm Andy Hanks and I'm joined by... Stuart Maureen. What if they're listening in the morning? That's true, but it doesn't matter because you recorded it in the evening. It's valid. But you've, you've moved the quantum timelessness of it. I, I, uh, I've, um, I've given it a time slot. I've dated it, haven't I? You have. Anyway, how are you? I am good. How are you? I am good. I am ready to break up from work for Christmas. It is the 20th or 21st today of December. 20th. Uh, 20th of December. I have one day off till I finish work till the 2nd of January and I can't wait. You're working on Christmas, aren't you? I've got Christmas Day and Boxing Day off and then New Year's Day, mm. which is enough. And the Sundays. It's probably your busiest time, isn't it, being a postman? Yeah. That's, yeah. Let's yeah. say yes. 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 Let's both say yes. I'm always yes. busy because I work hard. Yeah, bollocks. Shh. I always work hard, or I'm hard to work with. One of the two. One of the two. So what have we missed? When was our last one? It wasn't that long ago, was it? It was October, I think. I had my new car, so it would have been November. Was it? Mm. It must have been very beginning in November. What did we talk about? That was the one where we let people put questions to us it was yeah you know the clean questions the clean ones that we that we could broadcast not the dirty ones um, so yeah what we got to talk about uh, well you were involved in a kickstarter oh ok yes I was and I believe it was uh, I think it scraped by it it scraped by barely got 197% <coughs> I mean it didn't get to the point where I got to do my stretch goal which I'm sure it was in the often. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> well, well, I do have 18 sketches of Springworth to do, so if you'd like to help me with that, that's fine. I'm pretty sure that would be misselling. That's it. true, actually. Yeah, scrap that. We're, 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 can we delete that? <laughs> can we penrose that? It's a biro dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been mentioning the last couple of um, podcasts ago. We and, did. And anybody who got the mailer. Yeah, every week. Absolutely. Um, I was involved in a podcast. I, I the, the project that I'm doing with Little Heroes, so it's Aaron and Tony. Um, we, we produced a comic book called How to Draw Comics with Springworth. And the podcast finished at the beginning of December. Did really well. Almost. What did I say? Podcast. Podcast. I meant, yeah, Kickstarter. <laughs> they just feel like they go on for Sorry, I apologise. I'm exhausted. So I'm going to speak absolute gibberish for a change for, for the next hour and a half. Um, yeah, and that went really, really well. And we, we almost got to 200%, which was just fantastic. First real Kickstarter I've been that involved with, not counting. <laughs> not nice. counting ours. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just fantastic. Our um, experience. Hey? I suppose you hit your goal quite early with that one, whereas the True Believers days. one, yeah. it was just before the end we hit, didn't we? Yeah, but, I mean, we, what did we have, like a six grand goal, wasn't it, for that? Yeah, I think it was a re- it was a much bigger goal. We, our goal wasn't massive at all, and it was quite reachable, and we did it in three days, I think it was. And yeah, so we've, look, it's almost done, we're just going to do the final sign-off on it, then we're going to go to print. And uh, yeah, then hopefully mid January we'll get the, get them all back and get out to you lovely people who who put towards it. And then our big launch will be in February. I think that's the order they're going to do it. I, I've got no say in that. So if that's complete crap, then I apologise, Aaron. Yeah. 
Uh, You're an artist. Nobody trusts artists. Nobody trusts us. Absolutely. <laughs> but exciting times. So find it's all over. You know, it's all we've been shouting about it from the rooftops on Twitter and Facebook. So you're bound to know something about it. Yeah, I'm sure you saw it from if you follow any one of the multiple people attached or yeah the trio of us that's what we go on about even if you listen to awesome podcasts that's, you know they go on about it a lot as well so you can't really avoid it yeah, but but no so it was a success and you feel good yeah I do I'm just glad it's I'm glad it's done and, and how are you going to unwind from all that drawing I'm going to do some drawing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's bizarre I'm just saying that beforehand I've been I've been working on this for seven months almost non-stop and now it's over now I wanted to get it done before Christmas which I did do and now it's a case of right Christmas is is, um, is over I can chill out and do some drawing <laughs> and that's kind of what I want to do <laughs> which is good really it's good in Stuart a way Stuart sends true believers jobless <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I'll give you Christmas day off oh that's kind of you <laughs> Well, the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Ebenezer, more rain. <laughs> well, but no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was a success. I'm... Well, it hasn't been released yet, so we don't know if it's been a success yet. Everyone would absolutely hate it. They're aren't they? Yes, they are. I think on Amazon, yeah. I'm going to do a J.R. Hartley. I'm going to go to Waterstones and order a copy. We'll order a copy of Fly Fishing. A fly, yeah, fly Fishing. But I'm going to go up and I say, can I order a, a copy of... How to Draw Comets of Springworth by Andy Hanks. Of course. What is your name? Andy Hanks. I can't wait. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's usually when you set yourself up for a monumental fall. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we've had to Is recall it? that. Then we've had no call for that at all. We had so many left, we've been using them to mop up the dark spot <laughs> in the warehouse. <laughs> But if you if you buy a copy, somebody of... rang up and said there was a hidden yeah. penis on one of the pages. <laughs> you want one of those? We can give them away for free. We've got loads of them the back. We've been giving away with every caricature of auto autobiography. Well, I mean, that's just good salesmanship. That mm. is. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and Andy was never asked to work on the project. <laughs> Take a sweet drink, talk. Okay, um, so yeah, that's that, and I'm I'm quite looking forward to launching into other various projects next year as well that I'm hoping to get arranged. So, and you have a sketchbook as part of one of the stretch goals, don't you? Yeah, the well, the the last but one stretch stretch goal was a limited edition. Is in this is basically all we're doing of this of a little version of my printed sketchbook. A new sketch, but not the one that I had set up my store either. And um, I, I, I sent the artwork today, actually, to, to Aaron, so he's putting that together as we speak. So thinking that one of them sketches you've got to draw is for me. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because I'm I'm doing um, as well. When <laughs> everybody's the... getting a comb at the frog. <laughs> oh, is that what you meant by stretch goal? Sorry, because it was a sketchbook. Yeah, the sketchbook is the stretch goal. That's the stretch goal. But also, one of the yeah, one of the tiers. Um... Yeah. It was the eighteen pound here. I think was you get a, a sketch from me as well. So I've got these little book plates done with the logo and all that on it, and I'll be sketching my robot character, um, Springworth, not Zoo. I'll be sketching him on it. It's a shame. And sending you them just out. can't draw robots. I know. There you go. Look. I've got to keep trying. 
And I'm never going to give up trying. <laughs> They're going to be so demanding. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about later on. Uh, we'll talk about um, a new technique that I've been Hello. working around with. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. In the bedroom or in the living room, wherever your old pens are, really. Um, <laughs> Not the kitchen. It's but I've, I've learned how to paint with marker pens. I see you've been playing around with marker pens. Yeah, but a natural painting technique with markers and ink washes and um, and white paint. It's really interesting. It just it brings a whole new... Uh, I, I, there was this guy on Twitter I follow and Instagram, and this stuff's just brilliant. And it starts off really rough and really scrappy, and it just it just refines it and refines it, and it all comes together at the end. Uh, so I've been kind of learning his techniques, and I've been playing about with it as well. Um, it's quite interesting. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it later if we have time. I, yeah, I have one of those. The pencil isn't doing the picture in my head. Yeah. Things uh, sort of stepped away a little bit. Had to do that thing I sent you yesterday. Yeah. Apparently it was well received. Oh, I was going to say that was yeah, good. I still think it looks like a fucking twelve-year-old did it. Not to be an insult to twelve-year-olds, but well, I thought it was perfect for what, what it was. You try drawing some postage stamp size and put in detail. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I do it digitally and, and mm. print, scan and print it down. Well, you have that luck. <laughs> I do not. That's me. Tired, shaky hand. <laughs> That's like my sex life. Well, yes. That's a story for another podcast. <laughs> but yes, um, so basically with this one, because it's the last one of the year, not the last one ever, Aaron, is it too late to withdraw my pledge? <laughs> yes, actually, is that your bank account? Right? Shit. We're running away. <laughs> um, yeah, we thought we'd look at highlights. Highlights of the year? Of the year. What, everything in general? Everything in general, so... Right, let's start then. Let's go uh, start. Favorite one. erection. Favorite erection was the one I've got now. <laughs> yes, still got it. <laughs> my God! Cross um, off my favorite moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about movies then. Let's start big. What's your favorite movie of the year? Favorite movie of the year? Yeah, I know what yours is going to be. I think. I don't know. I probably not. I know what you think you're going to say. Mm. Am I going to say it? I don't know. I know what mine is. What's yours? Mission Impossible Fortnite. Yeah, do you know that got, um, I think that got second in Rotten Tomatoes at the movie of the year, I think it did. Didn't it get some like 98%? On, I honestly on, don't know, on, I don't look at Rotten Tomatoes, tomatoes anymore. But uh, do you not? I know it got, I know it almost got 100% fresh. That film is everything I've wanted from a Bond film for the last 10 years. Do you have to have seen the others to enjoy it? or is it Not really, story? it sort of follows on from the last one hmm. and it picks up threads from previous ones but it really is that good I loved it mm. start to finish okay it was the only as much as I enjoyed Infinity War it was the only film this year that I came out of the cinema and would have willingly gone straight back in wow and that then was counting down the days till the Blu-ray release yeah and then watched it on day of release oh really Blu-ray. yeah you haven't done that for a while either have you no mm. I was like I'm clearing the schedule mm. um, but yeah no that's like I say, it's Infinity War's up there, but Infinity War, yeah, just slightly under for me. Wow, amazing! So, but what, what's yours? I would well, 
I know you think I'm going to say I went to see uh, um, Into the Spideyverse. Ah, no, we can't have Into the Spideyverse. I've not seen it. Oh, okay. Nothing, um, nothing from December, which means Springsteen on Broadway doesn't count either. Okay, well, I know, I know, no spoilers, but that is, I, I thought that was an incredible film. However, mine was probably Infinity War. Was which one? Infinity, Infinity War, War was my big one, I think. Just classic. I just loved it. It was such a. My big disappointing movies um, was probably um, Fantastic Beasts 2. Didn't bother with it. Yeah. wasn't massively fussed by the first one. I just figured I'd watch it on Blu-ray. So. I went with my friend who was a, who was a massive Potterhead. Not to be confused with a Pothead. She, she loved the first one. And even she came around scratching her head as well. It was just, it was just a strange film. My two biggest disappointments, because if we go from yeah. last December, Last Jedi. Oh, but God, I didn't even think about that one. No, I think that could be even worse than Fantastic Beasts. Because I remember quite enjoying it at the time and then thinking about it afterwards. I haven't seen it again. I haven't. I've got it, because obviously yeah. collection, but... And Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, I quite enjoyed that. Again, I did at the time, but the more I thought about it afterwards, I was like, that film was just a filler. It's a, it's a dumb movie, but... It's just, yeah. It was just, you know, smart people doing stupid things to drive a story forward to lead into what is potentially going to be a better film. What was the Pixar movie? Oh, Incredibles Coco. 2. Was and it? Incredibles 2. Oh, I've not seen either of those. Incredibles 2, I really like. You've not seen Incredibles 2? No, I haven't yet, no. I haven't been to the cinema that much this year. Uh, Creed 2 was very good. I've still not seen Creed. So. Oh, very good. I, I'm not a big fan of the Rocky films. Which is, I love the Rocky movies. I know you do, um, but Creed, Creed, and Creed Two. I'd say Creed Two was slightly better than Creed One, and Creed One was fantastic. I, I did a long list, so we'll go through some of the films. Mm. Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Genuinely was, surprised me. Yeah, that was good fun. Yeah, really enjoyed that. Paddington Two, Brilliant. I really enjoyed. Loved it. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express, not seen with Kate Brown. Mm. I really enjoyed that as well. It's quite a nice Sunday afternoon kind of movie, mm. as you would expect from an Agatha Christie kind of thing. Uh, Solo was probably my big surprise of the year because oh, I yeah. was determined to hate that I forgot about that this year oh, it's an instantly forgettable film Yeah, but I actually found that I quite enjoyed it pointless no need for absolutely it absolutely pointless but it was a nice surprise after Last Jedi wasn't it it was and like I say it was no, if it's got a fault it's, it's blatantly setting up other films that yeah. are probably never going to happen now it was just that one stupid line in it that I could have done without. What, where they get to be the surname? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, what are you, who, who are your friends? I have no people. Let's call you Solo. Um, Solo. Oh, crikey. <laughs> I shall call you <laughs> Solo. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no. Um, I'm, I think Star Wars has lost it for me. Hmm. I mean, I've been in the opinion for a while that you've got the Disney fan films and then the Lucas Six films. But Teen Titans Go to the Movies, I really liked. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I thought that was very funny. Very, very good fun. Good fun. Lots of awesome jokes. I've just, I might have to, re- I'm, yeah, bugger, I'm going to have to redo my favourite movie of the year. Why? I've just spotted something on the list that I've forgotten all about. Deadpool 2? No, I thought that was quite good fun. Have you seen that yet? 
I have. I've went to the cinema to watch it. I, I didn't that. enjoy it as much as the first one, I don't think. And I didn't enjoy it as much the second time, whereas I did with the first one. Mm. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I liked. I was disappointed with that one. I think it's because that was just after Infinity Wars. Yeah, but that was the thing with the first Ant-Man, wasn't it? It came straight after That's the true. Age of Ultron. And the, it, the Ant-Man films are the palate cleanser. Yeah, okay. My boss watched Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it was like, have you seen it? I was like, yeah. He was like, who disintegrated him at the end? I was like, have you not seen Infinity War yet? Like, no. <laughs> I was like, right, I'll bring my copy in, you'll have to watch that. He was like, so you I was like, to tell you would be to spoil Infinity yep. War. <laughs> so we watched it just before the second, the trailer for Infinity War 2, not Infinity War 2, Avengers 4 dropped. And, um, yeah, he was like, it's a good job I watched that before I watched that. <laughs> um, Christopher Robin? Not seen. Have you not? No, I, I have bought it. She doesn't listen to it, so we're fine. I bought it for the time for Christmas, so we will probably be sitting down Boxing Day to watch it. I really enjoyed it. Sentimental no. nonsense, but mm. I quite like that sometimes. Black Panther? Uh, okay. Didn't like it very much the first time. Watched it a second time, and I really enjoyed it. I find that with Marvel movies, mm. that you don't enjoy the first time, you tend to like them all the second time. The only one that didn't hold up for me the second time that I didn't... Mm, I didn't hate it the first time, but I didn't enjoy it as much. Was Guardians two? Yeah, I found that really plodding the second time. Yeah, okay. I think everything I'd not been massively sold on in the first time. Mm. Um, Coco, you've not seen. I've you not said. seen no. And Ready Player One, my favourite. I liked Ready Player One. I thought it was great. I I love the book anyway. I it read is the a book film with four times. Oh, it's just it's great. It's one of those films where you'll see something different every time you watch it. It's proper fan porn, and it's got oh, trouble it's, in the background. Porn, it's like love it. Yeah, I, I bought that's yeah. I've got that on Blu-ray, and it's great. Really good film. Really enjoyed it. It's it's not a good film. I'm sure it's not a good film. If you have a list of things that make a good film, it won't be up there. But it's a great. I loved it. Really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Possibly more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else I've seen that came out this year. I mean, it's got freaking robots in it. It's got, yeah, it's got the Godzilla and the Iron Giant in it, so I could it not be. And Ecto 1, and the 18 van, and Robocop, and Back to the Future DeLorean with Kit. <laughs> I've, I've come. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best moment of the year. <laughs> That's the best moment. Um, I quite enjoyed the Meg. It's got a weird balance between. Like, we're just a really stupid film to... We're going to take this dead fucking series. <laughs> I have that to watch. I think because I'd lowered my expectations so much, mm. I actually really quite enjoyed it. And um Did... watched Equalizer 2 as well, which I enjoyed. I like the first one. I've not seen the second one yet. If you like the first one, I like the second is the, is the Have you seen Venom? No. Mm. Could not work up any enthusiasm for it. No. Um, same with Aquaman. I kind of want to see it, but... I'm not sure I'm going to go to You're December watch it. Yeah. But I still haven't watched Shape of Water. No, I haven't either. Um, sort of hitting that sweet spot on Sky Movies where all the films are coming on. Mm. Um, okay, comics. Any comics highlights? Um, they don't necessarily have to be from this year because I find with comics you tend to pick them up. Things you picked up this year. Things I picked up this year... Things I've finally read this year, like the saga, if it was very good or very I've still odd. Never read saga. Odd. I mean, to be fair, I've got like fifteen years worth of some comics to read, but yeah, and a pile of small press ones that I keep. They're on my hit list when I go to cons. 
um yeah i've got a fan of um discover it um uh i keep saying bloody john it's not john carter is it john tucker john tucker john tucker must die as opposed to john, john tucker Carson. and mars that's it yeah. This stuff, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I read his entire back catalogue in about an hour. I did. Because I loved it. It's just great. The man is bonkers. Adrift. I adored Adrift. Yeah, it's great. Adrift was superb. Bold was great. Yeah. Um, Russell Olsen's Gateway City, I really liked. I read that this year. Um, I finally read Motor Girl by Terry Moore this year and loved mm-hmm. it. Bendis's stuff on Superman so far has been superb. It's certain issues of his Man of Steel that just captured Superman perfectly the way he should be and um, Tom King's Mr. Miracle oh okay easily my mainstream comic highlight of the year I think mm. um, like I say small press I've picked up little bits it's a lot still to read but should I ever have a serious like back injury or anything I'm sorted for entertainment <laughs> But, but yeah, no, and um, it's been exciting seeing new comics coming. Putting out a comic, yeah, that was exciting. Um, with the first tales, yeah, God, that was back in February, wasn't I know, it? It feels like so long ago. Mm. As we start prepping the second one for yeah. the print, um, yeah, that was good to finally do that. Something we talked about doing for a long time, and then you got a proper comic gig. Yeah, that I, yeah, I wouldn't. If you asked me at the beginning of this year, I I wouldn't think that I'd be able to. Well, I no, would have ended we've up talked doing about it. in the past, isn't it? And you've never sort of really been interested. No, exactly. In it. That's just it. It's always something that I thought was a bit above me. It, it was always it was a bit. It was always Wiki's thing, wasn't it? The, yeah, and it's something I've been playing around with, not to any real great success, but I've got ideas that I'd like to try and plod on with. Mm. I quite like to take the John Tucker sort of approach, just doing little mini comic mm. zine type things, and going that way. I've got one sort of plotted out that I need to do, but it's just having the time at the minute. That's between, what it's all about. Between work and troops and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, con highlights. Uh, well, obviously we've got to say um, uh, true believers, don't we? Because it was a very good one this year. Yes, possibly my favourite one so far. It was. It was good fun. I really enjoyed it. On from a business side, possibly not our most successful, but mm. from a sheer enjoyment side. And I really was worried about this year because we couldn't get in the night, the day before, to make sure no. it was set up properly, which always stresses me out. It was a bit seat of the pants. Although it was set up okay when we got there. I mean, we still had to do little errands that we had to usually do. Things, things needed cleaning up. Yeah, uh, I suppose to a certain degree, I didn't waste as much time with the setup because mm. it was in get everything on the tables that need to be on the tables blitzed our, um, our dinner the night before was good fun as it always is yeah, our, little, our little treat to ourselves if you like and where we shared a table with the awesome guys it was the only um, downside with that one this year was the we were split split which was the downside mm. but but no I do enjoy that and yeah because you didn't get your usual talking with Dylan the night before no absolutely meet up but but that was good fun. Like I say, I really enjoyed. It. I really enjoyed doing True Believers. As stressful and pain in the ass as it is. You get a lot out of it on the day. Oh, the actual day is incredible. The actual day is incredible, and the general buzz you get from it. So far, touch wood. Hmm. 
afterwards when you sort of relive the day through other people's points of view kind of thing. And photographs and everything. And memories and nice words and... and yeah. What other cons have you been to this year? We did Cardiff. Yeah. And... I can't think of Cardiff. I can't... Uh, my memories of the actual day almost take second place to us walking there from where we parked the other side of the freaking or, town. Or getting stuck in the car park because the ticket got crumbled up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. And there was that car behind us. And, oh, Christ. Forgotten about that. That I wasn't oh, we went to Leamington as well. Yeah. Which I, I liked Leamington too, but I went as a punter with the wife and kids, so mm. didn't stay as long as I normally like to stay. Mm. I went to um, Port Bubble, which was mad this year. It was brilliant. Um, Rampacked. Still one I'd like to do. I, miss, I had to miss Nottingham this year as well, which mm. I was, wasn't happy about, because I do like Nottingham. Um, but yeah, but there's no sites next year, so mm. that one's on a break. Of course it is, yeah. So hopefully back in 2020. And um, yeah, I don't think I did any of the cons. Just really struggling to think. Because you did tabled at a non-comic con. I did con, a Wiltshire con, yeah, which is more of a memorabilia con. What do they call those? Along with the, the they call them comic cons. They shouldn't. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> there used to be what was a memorabilia fair, wasn't it? Memorabilia um, fair. Yeah. Um, th- there was what I think there were four artists there, including a guy. And I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. The the guy who did the word for word bubble comic. Right, I met him. Oh um, yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, but I'll chat to him for ages. Yeah, yeah, because he's at Troops, isn't he? Yeah, will be. At, yeah, he is. Was he at Troops last year? No, this he's so he'll year. be here. So, um, but yeah, he met John. Reece, was that John Reece Davis? That one? It was. No, it wasn't. I must have been to more than that. Was not. That was. What did I go with Craig? Worcester. That was Worcester. Worcester. Comic. Yeah, because you said he came round and he oh, the nicest guy. Yeah, he just came up from just. Before the doors open, he introduced himself to all the storeholders and I hope they'd have a good. They were going to have a good day. It was really nice of him. And then he stole the keys to everybody's cash box. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't even go to any. It's like Gloucester Comic Con happened, and I didn't even bother with that. But then I'm not massively fussed on that. Mm. Even though they have either. Brian Cox there, which is impressive. Yeah. And I was borderline tempted with that, but. Mm. I do like his science stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> um, right then, moment. I you, to, you can pick a couple. Yeah, I'm going to have to be self-indulgent and just... just well, yeah, it's, it's your moment. My, this is my moment. This, this, is, this is your moment. This is my oh. moment. Wow, well, you've got to ruin things, haven't you? Uh, it's got love be. of Martin McCutcheon. <laughs> It's got to be the book, I think. It's what I've wanted to do for many, many years. Actually, produce a, do illustrate a children's book, and did that this year. So yeah, pretty cool. So it's a seven month moment. <laughs> um, there was that. Uh, various Comic Con moments as well were always good. Um, I did my first proper comic cover. Actually, no, that was last year. Balls. 
Tales. Yeah. Well, it counts because it came out this year. Okay, I did Tales. I did um, I, I, uh, I did my cognition page this year. Pin up for cognition comics as well this year. Um, it's been for me art wise. It's been an incredible year. Absolutely incredible. Um, I'm now being known as Robot Guy, which is kind of cool. I've had a couple of people come out to me at the Comic Cons and say, "You're including somebody in Tesco and Gloucester as well." Asking if I was You're Comic Con in it, Tesco's in Gloucester. No? I am, yeah, yeah. But you started going to the Gloucester one, so you start running into my mum. Hi, Siri. I know you listen. <laughs> she knows what you say. Uh, how about you? Moments. Um, both true believers. Yeah. Because um, you know, it's just the payoff of a lot of work. Because mm. it's sort of. There's a weird loneliness to organise no con, isn't there? Because you get a little bit of buzz online, but mostly until the day, mm. it's sort of... It's like an unknown entity, an unknown, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you don't know. You're going into it blind kind of thing. You don't know whether you're going to have just three people there. It doesn't matter how many tickets you sell, because it doesn't mean they're going to turn up. You don't know if you're going into three people there, or a room, and whether three people are going to enjoy it, or whether mm. everybody that turns up is going to enjoy it. And touch wood, I don't think we've ever had anything really negative. Not that sort of you know, also, certainly things that we can yeah. be blamed for as much as we can be, kind of thing. Um, getting the job to illustrate the thing for the museum was very obviously, yeah. Um, say playing around, being a bit more adventurous with drawing. Um, You've been drawing a lot more this year, haven't you? Yeah, putting more out there. Sexy Jeff Goldblum. Mm. Did you ever get that made into Christmas cards? No, because I need you to scan it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to hassle you. <laughs> and it was never going to be done in time. And it's like that thing that Dan Butcher put up, the Venn diagram. Mm. People who say you should get prints, people who actually buy prints, and then the thing in the middle is like, like maybe two. <laughs> um... I don't know. I was thinking of doing a range of sexy Jeff ones. Mm. <laughs> I love that I sent you a list of ones we could do. <laughs> what the one was there? Sorry for your loss. <laughs> you <went>, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know what you do for a sexy Jeff Goldblum. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> Just have his have, it, have his mouth a bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> Just led sexy in front of a tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> with a reef that says mum on it <laughs> personalised put <laughs> your name here uh, you can call it moon twig <laughs> I don't know why moon twig I don't know I'm tired too <laughs> moonjeff.com there you go <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> that was good. I think my Instagram page, I can't remember whether I set out this year or whether I just started using it more this year, but mm. that's been good for just putting things out there a bit more. Somebody said that the Nerds thing was their favourite comic and then they clarified it with After, <laughs> which is not technically a comic. But I heard an incredible story the other day. Let me? No, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, about somebody that I used to, um, I used to be on a forum. I haven't been on it for a couple of years now. There was a guy on there, and he's um, a Welsh guy. His name's Simon. Simon Chong, his name is. 
and he was all into his art so we got chat talking and stuff and you know I follow him on Twitter I still follow him on Twitter now but I didn't realise what happened to him last year this is completely true and you can look it up and it's all on there uh, so he he studied animation and he was quite keen on animation and as part as like off his own back he did little animation and it was the TV series Archer done in the style of Bob's Burgers it was like an introduction cartoon of it. Okay. He did it, and it looked fantastic. And he posted, just put it on Twitter one day. Put it on post on Twitter. And linked a couple of people from the show. And said, what do you think of this? I did this in my spare time. It's a bit, a bit funny. You know, a bit of a laugh. But next day, he got an, uh, a message from the producer, whose name escapes me, of Bob's Burgers. Just said, that is breathtaking. Do you want a job? Of course, nice. he was like, oh yeah, brilliant, I've always wanted to do. The following Monday, he was on a plane to America for an interview. He's now living in LA. He's now assistant producer to Bob's Burgers. Nice. Yeah, incredible. Simon Chong's name, and look it up. It's, and it's an incredible story, because he did some off his own back. He just thought he'd, he'd have a go. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He's, what's the beauty of Instagram and Twitter isn't it you can tag people into it mm. and, you know there's always the thing in the back of your mind that you know, it's like then I put that Jeff Goldman one on Twitter there was the thing in the back of my mind it's like I hope he sees it <laughs> um, but I, hang on but if he did he didn't like it <laughs> um, I didn't even know Jeff Goldman's on Twitter well there's a Jeff Goldman page it might not be mm. there was something I did that was linked to something and I got genuinely excited because I thought the actor that was linked to the picture had liked it, but it wasn't. It was one of his fan pages. <laughs> but for a brief moment, I was like, yeah! <laughs> uh, so that split second was my highlight of the year. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to find the link, and I can show you the video. Oh, yeah, Simon Chong, here it is. Um, it's awesome audio. Hmm? Oh yeah, sorry. It is, yeah. <laughs> but this was the video he did. This is the guy here. Yeah, and, cool. um, oh, he, he's even he's even did the storyboard for a Simpsons couch gag. Nice. Yeah, that's the dream, isn't it? it isn't that just? Isn't that? I actually messaged him and said, "Mate, you're living I know, the dream." I know people shit on the Simpsons now, but still, hmm. I bet if half those people were like, "You can do a couch gag," they love, love the Simpsons again. Yeah. But yeah, no, that is very cool. Shame Bolsburgers was cancelled. That not been cancelled, does it? I didn't know that thing. <laughs> Shit, I didn't realise. Imagine that though. You're like, yeah, I'll take that job. You get Have all you the way. B- I used to, and then it got um, moved around whatever channel mm. it was on. It used to be on E4, I think. I've never seen it. It's alright. Mm. What I saw of it, I quite like. Same with Archer. I liked Archer. I've never watched Archer either. I've been watching... You're saying it's cool he's got this job, but yeah. you've never watched the show. I've, I've been watching Final Space. That's very good. I started watching that. I need to go finish mm. watching it. I quite enjoyed that. It was very weird to be in with. Yeah. Reminds me of Red Dwarf. That kind of premise. I watched, started re-watching Red Dwarf. Yeah. This year. Just off and on. Because I quite enjoyed the last series they did at Red Dwarf. Mm. It was one of the better ones it, it, yeah, in recent it, time. It wasn't like, you know... Vintage Dwarf. It was in Series 5 or Series 4 or Series 3, but yeah. But it was like, you know, somewhere between 1 and 2. 
So, what are we looking forward to then? Uh, True Believers 2019. Sleep. <laughs> Being out yeah. of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so that I can start looking at doing other things. So I'm getting frustrated because I've got started filling notebooks with various different things. I don't know about you, but I get an idea and then I start to work on that idea, which then leads to another idea, hmm. which just keeps it all fucking flowing. When you're working on this thing, you really desperately want to be working on that thing. Yeah, I'm sure once True Believers is done and I don't have to worry about it, I'll just have a void of... It's like I want to go back and redo some of the nerds ones that I enjoyed hmm. or like the best and maybe put them into a little book kind of thing. But so far, I've not had time to sit down and redraw. Hmm. Um, plus, it's trying to work out because some of them are landscapes, some of them are portrait. Now it's working a book, which is annoying. Because <laughs> my idea is that it'd be like a postcard book hmm. of their various adventures through slipping through nerd realms. Oh, I got the Quantum Leap soundtrack the other day. Have you? Yeah. Is Surely it? for the theme tune. Yeah, of course. Got, it's got the dialogue introduction on it and everything. <laughs> Waiting, was it waiting for that leap? The leap home. <laughs> I still think that's one of the best TV themes. That and Airwolf. Yeah. And yet Magnum PI is my ringtone. <laughs> so. Oh, I got the complete Murder She Wrote DVD box set. You don't surprise for my me. My birthday, though. so that was that was a highlight. Hmm. I'm looking forward to watching that. <laughs> um, Has it got a hidden episode in that? No. It's got the Magnum crossover in it. Hmm. But, but yeah, no, um, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking sleep. forward to, yeah, <laughs> sleep. I'm very much looking forward to um, True Believers because, for various reasons. Because I'm looking, you went out of the way. Yeah, I went out of the way. Um, because that's the one we launched in the book. Um, I'm and I'm also I'll also be teaching a class as um, what they call a workshop as well. What the life drawing one or? Uh, well, hopefully both. Oh, because when I asked you about doing another one, you said no. I didn't. I said I was up for it. No, you said no. I said, don't make me scroll back through the messages and find it. You said you'd pass on that one. I thought I'd said that we would do one with Aaron, with little heroes. What, like a learn to draw one? Yeah, robots. I asked you about a learn to draw one and you said no. Uh, well, Aaron asked me and I said yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what do you fucking do? Why don't you go <laughs> podcast with Aaron? Well, that's what we're no, doing. No, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be your next message pings up. Want to do a podcast with me? <laughs> um, and I'm looking, even though I've just finished my, um, th- this one, I can't wait to start a next project, which I am talks about with people. Uh, I've got a few other little drops on at the moment as well. I've got a few comic covers I'm looking forward to getting done. Um, That's the dream, comic covers. I'd love to do comic covers. Mm. It is. It, it's a bit... Because um, it's got to be a real finished piece of work. You can't film it in at all. Which is, you know, it spends a lot of time. I don't know. I've seen a lot of 90s comic covers where they blatantly filmed it in. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure 90% of Rob Liefeld's were filmed in. <laughs> Um, I'm planning to apply for a table at Thought Bubble next year as well. Cool. So, which is going to be very exciting. That's the biggie. I mean, the north biggie, because obviously ours is the south biggie. You don't have to big up Drew Believers. <laughs> I know where we come in the running of things. <laughs> Usually first, if you ask your wife. 
I'm, I'm not entirely sure we come top in the list of cons of true believers in the name. <laughs> and I think we're the only one. Yeah, we're definitely second to Gloucester. Gloucestershire, well, yeah. anyway. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think that's it. That's all I can think of. Oh, look at us feeling sorry for us. Running us up. Steal the thunder, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's been a good year, I think. Mm, really we launched year. the mailer, which has been relatively well received, as I know. So mm-hmm. far, nobody's fucking come back and being like, what's this fucking shit? Um, which has been good, and it's sort of got me writing again, which is something I've not done for a while. Uh, Draw Something Sunday's been going on well. Mm. That's been really popular this year. Uh, again, it's ones where we get like some weeks is like two, three people. Some weeks is like, nearly four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nearly four, three and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, just seeing a lot of all smart. We did the jam poster, which was a really good experience. Yeah, getting people involved in that. Um, That's one of our best posters for a few years, I think. Say so we launched tales. That was exciting. Yeah, tales two coming. Um, Even Talia. Even Talia. Nice. Um, Not to be confused with genitalia. It'd be quite nice to have in a couple of books. And maybe if I can get something of my own done, actually starting mm-hmm. tabling with them. I'm rubbish at selling, though, at cons. Mm. I don't know how you feel about it. Well, my work speaks for itself. <laughs> That's why people keep walking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't talk to anyone. It's great. No, it's that, it's that weird thing, isn't it? As soon as somebody starts looking to something I'm involved with, I yeah. just clam up. Just go like, oh, you, know, you don't want to look at that, mate. And, they, you know, you have, like, a set spiel. A lot of people, like, work on a set spiel. But if you've got somebody on the table behind you, you think, I don't want to say that again, because I have to take the piss. <laughs> but, but, no, it is... It's an amazing community to be part, in, part of, and we've lucky that we get to be part of it as con organisers people who have tables at other cons people who just go to other cons as ticket holders mm. it sort of gets a it's a proper community it is real community um, and it's it's great seeing them all come together through True Believers through the awesome pod pages and that there's a fantastic community on there I mean it was the awesome pod pages we went to when we put at the call for the jam poster mm. Um, and tails too, um, but yeah. So it's it's been it's been a full year, I think. Which is probably why it's even more exhausted this mm. year. Um, but yeah, um, we'll keep the mailer going and that, and there'll be announcements about future things. Um, hopefully, we'll be announcing workshops and stuff soon. Apparently, now Andy will do one. So I did tell you. <laughs> You did not. I'm telling you, you said no. I'm going to find out my bloody phone. Keep on talking. <laughs> oh, it was like weeks ago. <laughs> Before your new publisher came to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because he even asked me if you'd be up for one. And I said, well, I'd asked you. And you said no, apart from doing the life draw. Oh, I'm going to bloody find out on my phone. Hang on a minute. Um, well, I agree that we are, baby. I just skipped you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a bootleg one out the front. <laughs> yes, quite. Um, 
I'm also looking forward to this is the last Nerds Who Haunted Cells podcast of the year whether we come back next year or not depends on whether Andy gets a better offer mm-hmm. <laughs> watch this space folks um, but we will be on the awesome pod for their uh, big comic quiz of the year or whatever which I'm it. shitting myself about I'll oh, be yeah. honest this, I'm, we've been challenged I've got a horrible feeling this whole thing is set up just yeah. to call us out for the fucking blaggers we are <laughs> I don't know about comics. <laughs> Just gonna keep playing that family. This guy's a phony. Um, yeah, I might have to slip Tony some money and see if we can get the questions in advance. I'll slip him something. <laughs> I bet you would, you dirty bastard. So yeah, but so he genuinely scrolling. I really am. I'm gonna choose you to preview wrong. <laughs> So we were, um, yeah, we were challenged on the last podcast um, that they were going to take part in a quiz. Well, we were challenged, but there was a whole conversation that happened before we even jumped in on it. <laughs> That's true. Because they sent the message out and neither of us got it. <laughs> we were both at work. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a basic, I presume it's going to be a comic quiz, but I, I don't read comics, so I'm buggered. No, there's definitely a Robocop round. They said on the last... Oh, did they really? Oh, I didn't yes, hear you that. you better not fucking let me down. Oh, shit me. I'm going to talk to Robocop again. Is it... Do we know if it's... I love it. If, if it's all prime directives. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I can't can even imagine. Shit me. It's shit Robocop. Yeah, because um, I know I did... When I was on the podcast, I did a challenge... Or I, I did mention that me and Dan Butcher should have a Robocop off. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Sounds like sexy times with robots. <laughs> oh, crikey. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so, but yeah, no, the, they, they did fight and talk, so we need to do fight and talk back, really. Because uh, the gauntlet was thrown down. They had, Vince and Dan are coming to destroy us. Mm. Like, you know. They will destroy us. They, they will, will take us. our asses. But, you know, I'm slightly worried that. Well, that was a highlight of the year when uh, I thought Gary Boosie was going to come and kill me. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Can we talk about that now? That's brilliant. We talked about it then, uh, did we? Oh yeah, Gary Boosie. I accidentally dissed the Boosie on, yeah. on Twitter. Um, I was going to do that in one of the nerds things, just a psychotic Gary Boosie somewhere in the background. <laughs> Well, I found the bit where I said I don't want to do a class. I don't yeah, that, yeah, I think that's where I just left it. I'm sure there was another bit where I said I would do a class. Oh, well, anyway. Sir, can I do a class at Julius? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Here's the fee. <laughs> you pay me. <laughs> what? So you're going to do a robots one? Uh, I didn't, yeah, I'll talk to Aaron about it, but it will be... Because we've got a couple of nice draws. We've got... Mike Collins is doing one, mm. and ah, yeah, that's what I think the confusion was. I think because ah, you were yeah, all about you... me doing a character. And ah, I... yeah, no, I probably didn't make it clear that. Yeah. Did you want to do a robot one? So w- w- I mean, I was going to do a so we'll with me. It's going to be a little heroes joint event, I think. Mine, mine. I'll talk to Aaron about it. Aaron, I'll talk to you about that it. That fucker's got to get his name in everything, hasn't he? Oh, I know. He's a millionaire. Fuck's sake! All to get on the nice list for Christmas. I know. What a wanker doing stuff for charity. Dare. It's all about the children. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. 
<laughs> Thank you for my present I got in the post the other day. <laughs> it was a thing saying you donated to the way Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. No, he does good work. Prick. <laughs> Nearly. That was almost. That was... No, not you. You never do good work. <laughs> no, I know I don't. <laughs> You're the best I can afford. <laughs> but you don't pay me anything. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Every time somebody puts out one of those, oh, can you draw me for free cartoons? Yeah. You can get those pin badges now. I think you. Yeah. <laughs> can you design me a poster for my con for free? <laughs> it's your con too. That's true. <laughs> don't you soil my name for this. <laughs> too late, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm delirious. Uh, yes, you are. <sighs> but one thing that has been announced that you are working on is the True Believer lanyard for next year. Am I? Are you sure? Didn't I just didn't I say I wasn't going to do it? <laughs> and then secretly was, and then didn't tell you. Why well, have seen the stick man you've drawn? That's so. true. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I threw my hat in and in the ring. And... Well, I thought it would be nice, because this is the end of our five-year plan. Mm. And you did the first True Believer lanyard. I did. And I thought it'd be nice if you did possibly the last. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Well, no, it's the end it's of the no other bug who wanted to do it, is it, to be honest? Well, I thought, you know, we picked on Jack Lawrence enough. <laughs> no, it's nice. We had a trilogy of Jack Lawrence ones as well. Yeah. I kind of think a trilogy is nice. And I thought, it's a bit late to ask anybody else now. <laughs> Who do I normally take a dump on when I've left things too late? <laughs> so I dropped you a message. Yeah. No, I genuinely thought it'd be nice to sort of bookend it with a zoot one for the first one and a zoot one for the last one. Not to say that it is the last one. And it, and not to say it will be zoot either. No, I mean the artist zoot. Not, not an the actual artist. zoot. Yeah, okay. Um, I think we should probably say on here what it's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Because then we can talk about it mm. a little bit, and it leads us into a somber thing. Because it's very difficult to go from insulting Aaron to yeah, good, good segue. Yeah. So, because it's the True Believer lanyard, mm-hmm. and because the original True Believer sadly passed a month or so ago, yeah, our True Believer 2019 lanyard is going to be an I Am Zoo drawing of Stanley yeah I'm doing a portrait of Stanley because usually we put a thing out where we ask people well, for a couple of years we did a vote didn't we so that's how we had Deadpool Harley Quinn last year we didn't do a vote first year we didn't do a vote because we just used a group image yeah because everybody loved Guardians at the time mm-hmm. um, and then last year because it was 80 years of Superman we did the Superman one yeah which was purely for me and this year I'm shit at like doing a verbal tribute to what somebody meant mm. so I thought it'd be nice to do a visual tribute yeah I think it's very appropriate I think um, especially as I said we've called the the, the event after him anyway basically haven't we we did and I did a little bit in the mailer that was kind of and he didn't sue us he didn't sue which us which is no. nice of him well no it'd be Marvel that sues us on Disney now mm. which I'm sure is coming <laughs> <laughs> once we hit the big time once we're worth their time <laughs> um but yeah, no, I mean, 
Stanley is a major influence on comics, whether you liked the man or not, whether you agreed, because it really annoyed me with every tribute thing that went up to Stanley. There was always some smart ass that would post underneath it about him stealing from Dick, credit from Dick Con Kirby, and mm. and I think that is there are valid points to be made in that, but that's also how comics were done then. It's like the Bob Kane, Bill Finger thing. That was how the business worked then, whether it was right or wrong. And I think you can see Stanley's point of view that he created Spider-Man in that he came up with the name, the idea for the character. He just didn't come up with the look. Mm. And that's not to take anything away from Ditko because Ditko was an amazing influence in it. I just think for everything that Stanley gave to use people's tributes to him to fucking tear him down or to put a blemish on him that he wasn't a perfect man, nobody is. Mm. But he was probably the most vocal ambassador for comics. Yeah. That I can think of and was constantly I know he pushed for the movies and that, but that was constantly to get the medium of comics and his characters out to a wider audience. And you can't really blame any creator for that. As much as it's hip to be kind of like, oh if they made a movie of it they'd ruin it be an Alan Moore kind of creator mm. you know he's got a valid reason because a lot of the Alan Moore adaptions have been shit but but yeah I mean so to call our event True Believers after Stanley and probably my, the first thing I really noticed Stanley from ironically and became aware of who Stanley was was Morats. Yeah, I think that's kind of. I was aware yeah, of Stanley, too. but had never put the two together until he popped up in Morat. Yeah, and I sort of was like, "That's the dude from the Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends introductions." <laughs> and then it all sort of came together because mm. I was always more DC anyway. So, but there's nobody like Stanley. Oh, there absolutely, and there won't be again. No, I mean he was a showman. Yeah, the greatest showman. Well, we very much was. Like the P.T. Barnum of, yeah, as in the P.T. Barnum in the film. He cre- he created, uh, he did. He created, or at least shaped a genre that is arguably one of the biggest genres at the moment. Exactly, and he created a mythos around it. Yeah, and you always felt like Stanley was talking to you. Yeah, whether it was through the bullpen bulletins or, I mean, we're going to be largely repeating things that other people have said. But, but and there's an amazing story about how Dirt Mags and that did the Amazing Spider-Man radio series. Mm. They basically had to do it in secret, and that, and um, through Marvel UK without Marvel US knowing, and that, and obviously that's heavily influenced by those early Stanley comics. There was just something. I've always got a soft spot for 60s era sort of comics, those standalone issues, those 20 pages and done kind of stories mm. without the overarching, you know, you need to buy 20 issues of this and three issues of another comic series you don't normally buy. It's like, no, nope, we'll do it all in this one. Yeah, the, the little asterisks are the, as seen in Amazing Spider-Man 75 or whatever it is. The editor note, yeah. you know. You know, the ordinarily this wouldn't happen to Spider-Man, but hmm. as we saw in this issue, cold yeah. or whatever kind of thing. 
and again it was a little breakdown of it felt like Stanley was talking to you and sort of guiding you through what you were reading and uh yeah I think he just had a way about him like I say he's a showman and an ambassador to aspire to but I you know he had more showmanship in his fingernail than I've got in my entire body mm. and there were times like that Kevin Smith three hour interview with Stanley and there were times in it where he just kind of shut the fuck up Stan <laughs> it's like I love you but just not going on um I went. To, I saw. I went to London Super Comic Con. You met us, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And only for, like for a couple of seconds. Well, yeah. But we in, went in that artificial meeting kind of way. Yeah. Hi. Fuck off. He signed my one of my my um, first appearance of Rhino. It, it was yeah, most amazing Spider Man comic. And we went to see a show with him afterwards, where he sat down in front of everyone and he he told probably the same story for the two thousand time about when he came up with the concept of Spider Man and all this, you know. It was just brilliant. It was great. It was he just had that room in the palm of his hand, you know, and it was it just seemed so approachable and it was funny and he was really excited to talk about this as again, same story he's probably mentioned thousands of times. It was great, it was really good. There's a lovely clip in Comic Con the movie, mm. the Morgan Spurlock thing, where a little boy's gone up to him and he's talking to him and he says, Who's your favourite Marvel character? I can't remember who he says but the kid says something like Silver Surfer and Stanley's like mine too <laughs> and you just get the feeling that no matter what yeah. they said if you loved fuck even if you were like Wolverine want a character he didn't create he'd be like that's my favourite character <laughs> too. you could probably go up to him and be like I love Superman he'd be like I love Superman too yeah. and he just makes you feel good and it was just a wonderful thing about him and you know I suppose to a certain degree it's the character he played hmm he was a character, absolutely. He, did he was, a character. there is a certain element that the Stanley you see, the public Stanley is the character Stanley, the real Stanley is... I don't think he was a lot different, to be honest, but it'd be interesting to see him in the quiet moments kind of thing. Yeah. But he was somebody who had a genuine love for what he did mm. and the characters he created in whatever medium they went in and uh, would always fully support, even if it was a piece of shit... <laughs> He always seemed to support the movies, and you know, whether it was doing a cameo or talking them up in advance. Um, like I say, just a genuine positive influence. Yeah, absolutely positive. It's all about positivity. He was all about positivity. It is because it's easy to sort of, especially now, fall into that. Oh, it's so hard. Why don't you feel sorry for me and I'll go for the pity thing? Mm. Stanley was always like, This is the greatest thing, you need this in your life, kind of thing. There was none of the, oh, Can you just do us a favour? Marvel's in a little bit of financial trouble if you can buy a couple <laughs> of issues. It was always, You need this issue in mm. your life. It's the greatest story. And you genuinely, and you know, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. And not everything he did was gold, but it was his. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a huge Stanley-shaped hole in the world of comic. Yeah, there will be. And it'll be interesting to see how that's filled, if that's filled, and what that lasting effect on comics will be. Because to a whole generation, he's just that guy who pops up in all the Marvel movies. Yeah, the, yeah, the cameo guy. Um, 
but yeah it's, it's an amazing legacy an amazing life his autobiography is superb if you ever get to read it if you haven't read it no I actually haven't read that I've got it somewhere I'll have yeah. to dig it out for you yeah I'd like to give that a read actually but it's, it's mm. you very much read it in Stan's voice as well it'd be an amazing audio book mm. I'm sure it probably is on Audible or something, but it strikes me as the kind of thing that if they asked him if he'd read his autobiography for audiobook, he'd do it. Hmm. In fact, he'd probably off come to them with it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's sort of our tribute to Stanley. Hmm. And uh, yeah, like I say, sort of. It's been another shitty year for people going, but to lose Stanley and Steve Ditko in the same year is just cruel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so it's kind of a downer dwindle but uh, anything more cheery we can just we're very very quickly end on well True Believers 2019 is there you go yeah new venue different beast um, but we're excited about it mm. um, say we've sort of been a bit quieter on it because we've been playing it a little differently this year yeah. with how we market and that the True Believer lanyard with a Stanley portrait by the artist I Am Zoot. Nice. Uh, real name Banksy. <laughs> Banksy. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, that was an obvious joke and I should have made it. Damn it. That's what happens when you get up at 4 every day for a month. <laughs> um, yeah, will be available until the end of the year via our website. should probably put that announcement out on the... Uh, hmm. Thing. If you can buy your tickets in advance, awesome. If you prefer to buy on the day, you won't get the lanyard, but you will still get our love. Uh, we're just happy for you to come out and enjoy the event and be a part of it. Um, we've always felt we're more of a con, more than a con, we're a family kind of thing as well, because it's just an amazing community to be part of. And I think, not to blow smoke up our own ass, but I think our event captures that community. Nicely. Oh, it does. It absolutely does. As I said proper community feeling there as well I mean even online as well you know it's lovely it's one of those things where we feel if we you know if we want to talk to someone for their advice you know we can just hit them up and it's great you know like doing the book the amount of artists I've spoke to and I feel that I can just email out the blue and say well that's it the doors that True Believers has opened to us both through professional jobs and just people we've met Mm -hmm. And, you know, being invited to be part of like, the wider comic community and the wider comic conversation. Mm. Um, being invited onto the true, onto the awesome podcast mm. is amazing. And being, you know... You're lucky to have us, I'll be honest. Well, I mean, they are, but not if you listen to this. <laughs> we're going to have to get a decent night's sleep before we go on that one, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to ask us questions. We're going to be like, comic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fall to my default question of sport thing of just say Brian Robson to every question and hope that once a series you're right that's <laughs> what I did as a kid um, but no I'm I'm genuinely touched to have gone this many years as part of this community and this past year has just been another fantastic year like I say we're launching the mail of sort of got in touch with people a bit more and you know threatened by Sarah Harris we can't end it because she will kill us <laughs> which isn't sweet in its own way <laughs> not really <laughs> we're like her own personal well, you know, it's, it's kind of like you know 
Hi, Sarah. Oh, that's something we went to, but it wasn't a con, but the... Swindon. Swindon. That was lovely. In the shop. That was hysterical. Giving Vince a round of applause after he came out from having a poo. Yeah. Even though he claims he wasn't having a poo. He was having a poo. (laughs) Yeah. Perhaps I said we can beat him. In the toilet? (laughs) No, just, you know, bring up that he went in for a poo. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the Swindon comic shop. <laughs> We're psychologically breaking down. We can't beat them by knowledge, but... That's because uh, that's when I properly met Steve Sims as well. Beast Hunting Battle Badgers, that's another comic highlight. I loved yeah, that. Incredible, yeah. You can tell I love a comic. Actually, no, because that's going to do a disservice to other comics. Yeah. <laughs> when I came away and just wanted to draw Beast the characters Hunt. from it. Yeah, Badgers. Um... But yeah, <laughs> there were other people who were like, hey, he said he read my comic, he hadn't drawn shit from that. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> Are you taking part in the awesome pod page uh, Super Santa? No, I was going to, but I just had the horrible feeling that I wouldn't be able to commit to it because mm. I knew as the months got on and the days got longer, it'd get harder and harder to draw. Unless they want a sexy job. <laughs> <laughs> But a sexy Jeff. Sounds like a euphemism. Does. <laughs> Come and see my sexy Jeff. Um, but yeah, no, I, like I say, got True Beavers 2019, and then beyond that, who knows? Who knows? Other fun stuff. Well, is, is it official about, I can't remember if we mentioned it last, I think we did last book, um, pod about the SummerCon next year. That we're not doing it. But yeah, has yeah. that been announced? There yeah, definitely will not be yeah. one a summer one next year. No. Um, yeah, that was that was fun, but it was just too much. Mm. I, it's oversaturated at the minute as well. I don't think the world needs two cons from the same organisers. Um, but yeah, no, we we'll keep up with doing other things and that. Like I say, True Believers isn't going anywhere. It might take a break in 2020, but mm. it's not going anywhere long term. Unless, you know, we take a break and people are like, oh, yeah, she didn't need it. <laughs> True <laughs> Believers who? So, but yeah, so there might be a break in 2020, but after five years, we kind of need it, I think. From each other more than anything? Yeah, more than anything. Oh, don't worry, you'll still get regular <laughs> Andy, I've drawn this. Fix it. <laughs> Because drawing is 90% effort and 10% getting somebody else to polish your toe. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's my method. Oh, your new method. That's what you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your new technique. Uh, we'll finish on that then, yeah. Um, so go and have a look at... His name is... Uh, I, on Twitter and on Instagram, he's called Terence Unchained, as in U-N-C-H-A-I-N-E-D. And he, he he does this thing, he does some amazing speed draws. And in fact, while I'm talking, I'm actually going to stick on the front of Stuart's nose and you'll see what I mean. And uh, he he kind of, I don't know if he penned it, but he, he does something that he calls painting with markers. Uh, he starts off really scribbly and really quick. And it's just, he just builds up and builds up and builds up and he uses a lot of ink washes and um, and whitewashes as well and use a lot of highlights which I tend to kind of use quite a lot and his own stuff is just incredible it looks it is almost semi-realistic um 
As you, you can kind yeah, of see. Yeah, so the one I'm seeing, he's basically done two red rectangles. He's splattered a load of red paint on, a red ink on, sorry. And he's just, he's in the highlights. Now he's just refining and refining and refining. And he's created a, like a robot that's almost looking over his shoulder towards you. And it's just beautiful. If I can make it bigger. So, oh, said. hang on, hang on. There you go, that's better. And just look at how it ends up. It's brilliant. I mean, there's so much texture in that bodywork. And he's got slight, old, you know, I mean, he's just put some, some vents in as we're talking now. And the highlights are just perfect on it. And that's how it started, you know? Yeah, that's lovely. Literally just scrawls. He's got these really big, thick um, Copic marker pens. And he just splats them on really quick and just builds it up and builds it up and builds it up. Which is kind of what I've been having to go at and I've been trying to experiment with myself. Um, but go and have a look, as I said, on Twitter and Instagram. It's called Terence Unchained. Serious question then, not taking the piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many of those have you tried that you've just binned off? None. I've done three of them. I've posted all three of them on. Yeah. On um, on. Um, and they turned out Facebook. the way you thought they might. Or? No, I didn't know how they sort out because I, when I start, when you start, if you look at a lot of this stuff, there's no possible way he's got an idea how it will look when he starts because he will just have a marker pen and just make these big circles with heavy bits on one part, light bits. Sometimes he's not even making a mark on the on the page at all. Just real scribbling, and then you add to it and add to it and add to it. Um, uh, yeah, so I've, I've attempted this kind of thing in my own way three times, and I've been reasonably happy with, with them, I think. Um, I'll show you, I mean, on. I think I saw them when you posted them. You did one as a draw something Sunday, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, they are, there they are. That was one of them. Then we got that one there. That's the one you did as a draw something Sunday, I think. Yeah. Then the one I did the day before looks like that. Cool. So I'm doing it on on um, toned paper, so uh, he wasn't using toned paper, but yeah, just really you don't you have no kind of idea what you're going to end up with. You just kind of scribble it. But if you look at some of his others, uh, so look, I'd say it'd be interesting to see some of your progress shots in it. But then you stop in to take a photo. Yeah, it breaks your flow a little bit. Terence Unchained, underscore Terence underscore Unchained. But if you go for a random one, in fact, there's one I've not even seen yet. Um, see what I mean but just really yeah. splatting it all on and then he's using other colours to go on top he's just put some green on over the black look and then now he's picking out the, the details of a black pen and then putting some white highlights on and then what he's done here he's splattered a lot of white in which will then it will refine it it's a little bit more white over it then he'll put a marker over the top of it you see he's building yeah, it up and building it up very cool and I've not seen this one yet and then he'll keep building up more, and then he, a little bit more white. So he's basically painting with the markers, because he's overlaying the markers, and he's overlaying with white, and then he's putting markers on top of that, and then building up the... And the textures he's getting on are incredible. I find these speed drawing videos oddly hypnotic. I do. I, I, I find them really relaxing. I've not seen this one yet. Uh, so it's some kind of alien figure, I'd imagine. Um, it's like a very long... It's a pro. It's a side profile picture of um, some kind of alieny person with a lot of detail already in it, in his in the textures in his head. It's like a cat person, I think. See, thirty minute sketch. Mm. Do you know something I tried that I found really difficult? Go on. This is going to sound really fucking arrogant, but to deliberately draw something badly and make it look good. You know, like how when like some people do like a 
I wanted to do something that looked like a kid had drawn it as part of something else. Yeah, I know what you mean. So like, you're on about uh, you're a man in a particular style, captured yeah. in a particular style. Like, like a child with crayons would do. Yeah, a little bit like that thing I sent you. Looked like a fucking child had done it, but that wasn't mm. meant to deliberately look bad. But trying to draw something, there's a way of doing it of drawing something basic and highly stylistic. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. But not highly stylistic in a Batman the Animated Series kind of way. Well, no, no, but it's a particular style that works, even though it's more complex than it's actually looking. But, yeah, so it's... Yeah, it mm. looks like a bad drawing, but it looks good for being a bad drawing kind of thing. Mm. It's really fucking difficult. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I'd say it's arguably more difficult than doing something well. <laughs> it, because you're trying to capture something that works, but it's supposed to work. Yeah. It's just, yeah, really fucking bizarre. Mm. I suppose it's like getting a rough doodle, isn't it? Some people's doodles look. Yeah, sometimes it's easier to to do something quick than do it because there's that chance. It's like you look at some people's sketchbook pages and it's rough, it's unfinished, but it looks almost as good as the finished thing. The the reason there is unfinished because that put that artist will probably think I need to leave it now or else I'm going to ruin it. You're going to overcook it. It's like when Jack Lawrence posts his warm-up drawings, I was like. That'd take me all day. Mm. That'd be my finished drawing. Mm. But like I say, I've been struggling to get into drawing recently. Well, not get into it, but to for the pen to do what the brain sees. Yeah, kind of thing. But we well, seem gone back down on a down. We have. But you've got to keep drawing. That's what you've got to do. So, yeah, keep drawing. Keep creating. You're not going to get worse for rep- uh, for keep doing it. No, and don't be afraid to put your shit out there. Because I try now to put everything I draw out there within reason, mm. whether it's good or bad, just to sort of show process. I, I'd be much happier if more artists put everything out rather than just the polished shine stuff. It's always nice to see that even a major artist struggles sometimes. Mm. But obviously they've got that brand they need to protect, so... Because, you know, you don't want to be... Look how he drew feet on that one. What a prick, he can't draw feet. Because that shit sticks. The internet is a, not a forgiving place if you have a reputation for being a great artist, is it? No, no, you know, you're, you'll get people trying to pick holes in your work. Yeah. Which, you know, as an artist, you do that yourself anyway. Yeah. But yeah, no, you've got to keep drawing, you've got to keep reading comics, you've got to keep creating stuff. Uh, like I say, just put it out there don't get caught up in the shit of oh, more people like what this person did than what I do it's just building the only person you need to compare yourself to is yourself is yourself wow <laughs> and on that moment it's a deep note shit let's leave it on that quick on that note yes so that's thank you for it. listening if anyone listened this far in thank you ever so much for sticking with us that's it for this series this year this podcast this podcast no we will be back at some point because this is like therapy for me so yeah (laughs) I need to just talk shit with somebody at least once a month Um, yes uh, keep reading comics keep spreading creating things keep spreading the four colour word and we will hope to be back in the new year after with our tails between our legs after the awesome pod boys kick our ass they will kick our ass no no we need to be upbeat we need to be positive we're going to take those fuckers down they will kick our ass but we'll like it 
Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a different thing. I've already got the erection. <laughs> right. Uh, On that bombshell. Happy Christmas, everybody. Yes, happy Christmas, happy New Year. Thank you to everybody who supported us. Yeah, and been a part of what we do. And um, speak to you guys. Oh, um, uh, you are on Facebook and everything. Yes, uh, Stuart thinks he can draw across everything. Mm-hmm. Except Twitter, I'm at Token Nerd on Twitter. And I can never remember what order I am, but I am I am Zoot somewhere. I think Zootbot I'm, on Twitter. Yeah, I am Zoot or Real Zootbot. I, I am the Real, Real Zoot on Twitter. On Twitter and the and the Real Zoot on Facebook. But if you type in I am Zoot, I might pop up somewhere. <laughs> Like the candy like man. Like the candy man. If you say it three times. <laughs> In a mirror and then turn the light off and on. <laughs> I'll be there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. And Cheers, guys. Part of what we do. You are all awesome. Cheers. Bye. Bye.